motorcycle clubs before social media where the heck is this subject coming from well in the last week i've already talked about this stuff man you got all these ai channels out there doing nothing but the gangland stuff and it's funny some of the comments that i seen in that video had to do with well you know that's what people like seeing it's like okay you know let's get a little more honest here then about how clubs used to be before social media and it's funny i uh was watching the big boneyard with big bone archbishop and also black dragon was on there and boy you know how i like playing around with black dragon asking all the tough questions anyway anyway there was a couple that I was asking and I sit, sat back for the last couple days and thought about them questions. And I was like, you know what? It's true. Things have changed. Talking about. What am I talking about here? Well, before social media, I think that the club scene was a lot more tighter than it is now everybody who has a camera or a phone now can sit there go on freaking like tiktok now tiktok is the worst one i think personally with this because you see that's the new platform that everybody goes to nobody has an attention span so they watch these 30 second videos or up to three minutes. I don't know what the hell it is over there. I just post uh, some stuff there once in a while. I really don't go that much into TikTok because it's a damn cesspool over there. But anyway, anybody with a phone grabs their phone and starts talking about how you should do this and how you should do that. If you're around this kind of club, do this and do that. And it's like somebody like me, I sit back and like what the hell man really some of the stuff you're saying is really stupid but then you look at them they're like 20 30 years old next thing you know it's like damn man you think you're an expert after a year or something what's going on here man you're gonna get people hurt but then i also get people that say hey man you just think you know you're old you know that the club scene is evolving that is my favorite one the club scene is evolving and i look at myself in the mirror and say what the hell are they talking about and then i brought up that question on the big boneyard uh, you know club scene ain't all cookies and ice cream here and one when was it ever acceptable for a man and a woman to be on the same level i was thinking at the time i put that question man this is a man's world but it's been so watered down now it's unbelievable because i did ask that question i kind of stumped uh big bone there if you're in one of these co-ed clubs and you're a man and you're prospecting for said club does that woman have the right to tell that man what to do as a prospect? And I guess that is some silly stuff to me because I never saw that coming in. You know, in the 90s, it was a lot different. You did not have a man 
being told what to do with a woman. And it is, it's like flipped on its head nowadays. And do I blame social media? I have to say yes. And the reason why I do is you get all these different opinions. And next thing you know, it's making it out onto the street. You know, I make fun of Black Dragon all the time because, you know, he goes in the 99% or stuff. And it was him that started 99% or stuff, which was on the internet. Because the only thing I knew about 99% was uh, the DC Eagles out of here in Chicago, you know, the 99 NFGs. But now with the help of the internet, that kind of stuff has really spread out. And it's still the, still to this day, you don't want to be running around calling yourself a 99 percenter in Chicago because it's a lot different here and it has a lot different meaning to a lot of people here in the city but that's just one example of how social media has really changed what everything is about you know the guys that i came up with it was a no-nonsense type of deal where do you think the reputations of a lot of these clubs come from they come back they go back all the way to the when they began but more importantly 60s 70s 80s and 90s that's where the reputations went and to see anybody doing a video in their colors would have been sacrilegious uh back in them day you'd got hurt doing that kind of stuff but now it's like okay well it's a new generation this is what they do this is the way they think so it's okay I don't know. Do you think it's okay to do stuff in your colors? Because you represent that club when you do that. No, that's the way I would think. It's basically saying, okay, the club gave you carte blanche to go ahead and do what you want to say on social media. Now, does it help clubs recruit? Yes, it does. For any of you that don't think all the big clubs don't recruit on the internet. You are really ignorant. That is a, I have to admit, even me, it's a good recruiting tool to have somebody, you know, is in a particular club where you don't have to go out and shake anybody's hands anymore. All you have to do is go on the internet and message that person, get a conversation going Next thing you know, you're getting invited to open houses and stuff. So, yeah, recruiting on the Internet is happening. And again, for all you schlucks that don't think it is, something is wrong with you because you're the ones going around. Well, that's an Internet based club. The big ones are doing it, too. Don't fool yourself. The big ones are doing it, too. And do I blame clubs for doing that? Well, no, if they stick with the traditional way of doing things, which is the background checks, your hang around probate prospect, whatever you call it time. Yeah. Then it, cause it's hard out there to get new people. Clubs that have been losing people for a long time and maybe the internet has breathed some life into it again. Cause that's what this generation believes. But before social media, 
it was you better go out there you got to meet them in person you got to talk with them you got to hang around they got to get to know you it was a long process to get in one of these motorcycle clubs and for those that use internet-based recruiting again it's actually a genius way of doing it if it's done right but you see a lot of clubs out there now they're taking facebook ads out saying they're recruiting it's like man that's like in your face at that point and no wonder everybody calls you an internet club but done in a way i guess that some of the clubs are doing it with they have some people out there in their colors just screwing around riding their motorcycles and people get to see that and maybe make some connections that way it is kind of genius that as long as you don't throw away your traditional methods of putting somebody in a club so social media has really changed clubs and before social media clubs were some hardcore boys man cookies and ice creams my ass they it was a lot uh, more hardcore back then the people thought a lot different than they do now it was it, it was a lifestyle and sometimes a lot of people that are older gets upset when they see the stuff on social media because it's like making a mockery of the lifestyle hell there's nothing worse than a cop and a and wearing a three-piece patch to a lot of people but it's been accepted because oh well they're cool they're on social media and they seem like a bunch of nice guys yeah them guys that are old raggedy ass bikers you know they're jerks and they're not going to accept me so yeah it's propaganda as well on their part because cop clubs were never acceptable the only one i used to know of was the blue knights and that's because they're old but they knew to stay in their lane and not screw around on the other side so yeah a lot of stuff has changed and a lot of people out there giving advice that only have a year or two in it but hey that's the new era we live in man what can i say was it better before social media? Hell yeah, it was because you didn't have a lot of this PC talk that went on. You didn't have these different type of co-ed stuff. Uh, most of them were just associations. Now they're wearing uh, MCs on their back. It is like, damn, man, you're going to send a woman into a bar or something. Something goes down. They're wearing an MC. It's like, dude, do you punch her in the mouth or not? It, it, it makes you pause, man, with all this new Jack stuff. Anyway, let me know what you think in the comments section uh, with all this. Go over to the Morning Madhouse over on YouTube. We go live for the second half of the show or MotorcycleMadhouse.com. You to listen right over there. I'll be back. Rock on. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happen. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. for a really immature audience because, well, 
Have you heard this show? Yeah, have you heard this show, baby? An immature audience, man. It is 10-24-2023, and we're going to get this sucker going today. Oh, man, China Dow was going apeshit this morning. I actually sent her an article last night. I guess in Oregon, they are lowering the standards for a high school diploma. You no longer need to have mathematics, reading, and all that stuff because it affects minorities. <laughs> it's freaking ridiculous. We're getting stupid in America. <laughs> you know what? Our generation has failed. Generation X has failed. We raise a bunch of wimps that cannot face life. Am I right or wrong here? <laughs> You're right. We raised a bunch of putzes. That is what's happening here. Now, I have to say I wasn't the best in uh, high school, but at least I can write and count money. Mm -hmm. And I can read. I said, ride. I know you said ride. I was like, yeah, you can ride. But what read. What the hell's that got to do with anything? But they don't even teach these kids cursive anymore. No. I think they're dumbing down our kids for a political agenda to be ruled over. And kids are falling into this shit. And parents are too. Could you imagine being black? And that's just like the voter ID shit. They're calling blacks too stupid to get a driver's license or state ID. That's what they're doing. That's what it means when they say voter ID affects minorities. They're saying you're stupid. But now they're going even a step further in Oregon. No wonder people in the western part of Oregon wants to split off the greater Idaho because I would not live around that state at all. Wouldn't be near it. So now you're sending your kid to school, which, by the way, public schools like ours, we pay for it through our property tax. Yep. Well, not to and mention. And that's what we're getting for our money. Not to mention just through the property tax, but we also pay for the fact that when we register them, there's a fee anywhere from 100 to $200. Yeah, this is true. This is true. But our property taxes pay for that school. Yeah. And this is what they're pumping out. Morons. I'd be furious if I was living in Oregon with this. Morons. So what did you think when I sent that? Because you did get kind of upset. Well, and it wasn't. It this okay. Penguin is in the house. I haven't seen Penguin for a while. Damn work and all that stuff. But we'll we'll get there. Well, what amazed me is uh, a comment that former Oregon uh, candidate Christine Drazen said. Yeah. She quote, and this is a quote. At some point, our diploma is going to end up looking a lot more like a participation prize than an actual certificate that shows someone actually has prepared to go pursue their best future. What happened to us? So basically, you know, you just need a participation trophy to get through high school now in Oregon. Seriously, what happened to our generation that we did this? Epic failure. 
we were independent when we grew up. We had a key to the house, went to, you know, we were by ourselves. We were the key lock generation. And we raised these fools. What happened to us? Really? Well, I guess you can basically just, you know, show up, not do your work and graduate now. Now, now you got AI that can do their own papers. Yeah. It's just ridiculous when I, uh, do you think minorities are stupid? Me personally? No, I don't think they're stupid. I don't think uh, they have a hard time uh, reading and writing. I mean, it doesn't take much like for like you were talking about the IDs to go to the DMV and stand for a photo for a state ID. How does these people (laughs) keep on letting these liberals do this to them? I don't understand it. And they fall for it. And then they got this poor me attitude all the time. Or you're always picking on us because we're this race or that race. Shut up with it already. You know what was funny when before we came on air, you said, do you wish you'd be another race because all the benefits? I was like, hell no, man. I'm a white boy. (laughs) Well, can we pull the white card? That's never going to happen because you got these people. And you know what? This is what's destroying this country. New York and California. Those are the states that are killing this country. New York and California with their bullshit. With their politicians. I always uh, laugh my ass off when somebody from California or New York says, well, they don't share our same values. Shut up. I want to punch you in the face. You don't got none. (laughs) That's the problem. Values went out the window. Like 100%. They went out the window. You're damn right. Nobody has values. Nobody has morals. Nobody... Nobody's competent. Oh, it's Penguin's birthday today. Aw. How old is Penguin now? 12. (laughs) (laughs) Penguin's birthday. Holy shit. Happy birthday to you. You're no Marilyn Monroe. I know, but I can try. Yes, as you to see China Doll's hair is back to the way it was. Yes, it looks a lot better, and I'm a believer in her hair now. (laughs) After seeing her in a wig, I was like, yes, no long hair for you. (laughs) Penguin is 35, man. 35 years old. How sweet. What was that age like? (laughs) I forget. Right? That was such a long time ago, you old bitch. Shut up. Anyway... Anyway, what do you think that's going to do to these kids in real life? They're how they're going to survive. <laughs> these kids, these kids in Oregon, I guess they're suspending it, the graduation requirements, uh, all the way until the 2028 school year. So for, for the next four and a half years, they do not have to fulfill these requirements. These kids are not going to be ready for the l- real world, let alone college or even a job. You know what? Don't send your kids to college. I hate to admit it. Don't send your kids to college. Well, college is a choice. No, it ain't. They make them stupider. Well, any of these uh, (laughs) high schools or whatever in Oregon are going to make your kids stupid. Send them to trade school, man. That's what I say. Don't send them to college. You're just making them go into a Marxist, communist way of thinking. 
there's companies right now, Walmart and all that, that has uh, Nick's college degree requirements. That's uh, pretty messed up when companies are saying, yeah, we don't want these idiots from college anymore. And that's just like those kids from Harvard are finding out, oh, you want to go out there and, you know, take the side of Hamas? We're not hiring you. Companies are coming out saying that. We have nothing for you. You're done. Yeah, that's because companies are uh, going after like your Facebook profiles and checking them out before they hire you. And I know that it's been like that. It just started where companies are like, you know what? We're not getting into this woke bullshit because of Bud Light. Bud Light is hemorrhaging right now because nobody's drinking it. And the saying, go woke, go broke, that's why companies right now are not getting even near that kind of shit anymore. Nope. I think there's a trend of people finally waking up and realizing, yeah, no. No. That's just like that trans stuff. People are waking up. You know, why is a man competing against a woman? Well, it's easy to say because he can't compete against another man. That's what it's for. It's just like that one swimmer that won all them uh, contests against women, but he was like 200 in the men's division. Mm -hmm. That's why they do it is to get a freaking edge because society lets them do it. Would you ever have seen that in our time, 1980s? No, never. It would never have happened. You imagine a man trying to compete against a woman back then. It wouldn't have happened. And don't you think it was right? Well, that's just like I knew a girl back when we were in high school that wanted to be on the football team, the guys' football team. Mm -hmm. They actually wouldn't allow it. And she just wanted to be a kicker. It don't matter. She could have got really freaking But they hurt. wouldn't allow it back when we went in high school. But now, girls can be on the guys' football team. And what happens when they get hurt? Oh, we were being inclusive. Mm-hmm. Not when you have a freaking 300-pound, six-foot-five freaking uh, linebacker coming at her. <laughs> Smash, squish. Pads or no pads, you're getting squished, because let's be honest, men are more stronger than a woman. Well, we do. Remember, remember one of your apprentices when you had the tattoo shop and it was a girl and mm. she was on the football team. Yeah. And she was a big girl. She was a big girl. Yeah. But it's a small town football team. It exactly. And we're not talking competed against the hardcore. Teams. No, but it, but I'm just saying they're there now they allow it. But when we were growing up, you never would have seen it. And girls never, we only had the one girl that ever tried to do it, but she, nope, they declined her. But at the same time, you can say they stayed in their own lane. Yeah. Definitely. Because society wouldn't accept some stuff like that. Mm -mm. Now you got, and I find this really messed up, you got a group called Gays for Hamas. They are supporting Hamas. <laughs> Do you know what would happen to them if they went over there? They'd get beheaded in a heartbeat just for being gay. That's how ignorant these people are. They'd be tossed off of buildings because they're gay. But you're going to go out there and say gays for Hamas? Are you stupid? 
That's how ignorant they are now. They don't know the real world. They don't know outside the United States. A lot of people don't like us. And they'll blow your head off at the first chance they get. What do you think about them doing that? Islam does not accept homosexuality, baby. No, they don't. But you're going to go out there and because you think it's cool? It ain't cool when you get freaking shot. Mm -mm. Well, they think they're safe because they're in the States. Yeah, until, you you know, that shit boils over. Doesn't mean if you're in, doesn't matter technically that if you're in the States or not, because there's people in the States that are on the same side as they are, as far as. Well, you probably have sleeper cells <laughs> right now. You got sleeper Hamas. cells right now. <laughs> Say Hamas sounds like a phlegm thing. It happens. Hamas. Okay, it's boring now. <laughs> But they're, they got sleeper cells in this country right now. Wait until something happens and see if the gaze for Hamas is on their side. This is such a weak thing that they're doing now. Unbelievable. Does it tell you who actually passed uh, this deal or it was just a school board? Uh... That's why parents should run for the school board. Board members said the standards were unnecessary and harmed students since higher rates of students of color, students with disabilities, and students learning English as a second language have ended up taking an extra step to prove they deserve a diploma. So that's the board. Where is the outrage from the parents from this? Start. Go you know what? That's because it's Oregon. It's a cesspool in Oregon. I'm sorry, man. If you're from Oregon, it's a cesspool. You're uh, you're letting these people do what they're doing. You are because you won't go out there and vote their asses out. Well, here's their problem. Their exact quote for this for the public schools in uh, Oregon. Oregon is one of the lowest graduation rates compared to all other states. So now they got to so make themselves make... look good and just hand shit out. <laughs> and give them all. Thanks for showing up. You graduated. <laughs> I want to go there. <laughs> you can just show up and pass. And I agree, Steve. The parents are just as worthless, uh, worthless in a lot of these cases. Do you? I think that's the truth. A lot of parents are just worthless human beings. A lot of parents don't care. They don't make sure their kids get their homework done. They don't even care if their kids. They go don't to even school. get homework anymore. But not well. Yeah, they do. Out here, they do. Them kids are doing homework for hours after school at our high school. Yeah, but it's a good high school. Yeah. But a lot of other places, like in Chicago and stuff, they're not giving homework out. No, they make them do it before they leave. Because they know when the kids leave, they ain't gonna do it. They ain't going to do a damn thing. Mm -mm. You know, there was a poll where 75% of people said the country's going in the wrong direction. But you'll still vote for the son of a bitch when it comes to the election. Yeah. But you think it's going in the wrong direction. Hypocritical people, man. And it's the same people that vote for these idiots. Oh, they don't, they don't share our values. You don't got no values, man. 
You don't got no common sense. What else we got in the news? Okay, you're going slow now, you know. You Wy- hit your I have Wyoming in the news, and I don't think I've ever done anything out in Wyoming. <laughs> oh, that's because all there's out there is freaking horses. Well, we have got this interesting man in the Casper area accused of pulling a pistol to enforce neighborhood speed limits. Damn, they serious out in Wyoming and shit. He said, it says, accused of pointing a gun at a barn builder's head to enforce the speed limit in his neighborhood. He faces up to years, 10 years in prison. Well, you know, he was, where's the cops? They're never around uh, when people uh, want them, are they? No, no. Mm-mm. Brett Allen Chase, 62, is charged with aggravated assault in the Natrona County District Court and is set to give his plea in, a, in, in the case on December 6th. Hey, Mike Ball's uh, in the house this Sunday. We got a kick-ass guest, man. Uh, Frankie's going to be on. Uh, you got uh, another one. Michael put it in the comment section what we got going on. Big shows Mike's uh, putting on here, man. It's going to be a good one. But Wyoming and I heard is a beautiful uh, state. I hear it's there's been like a no good place pe- to visit. There's like no people there. <laughs> no. There's more horses than people. I think I'd be uh, happy as hell in uh, Wyoming. No people riding a freaking uh, horsey. You imagine me on the horse? No. And Dude, I, I'd fall and bust my ass. <laughs> I have seen you on a horse before, though. It was kind of humorous. It was kind of humorous. It's definitely a big difference than the steel horse. In the garage. It's a ball breaker. <laughs> let me tell you, man, you bust your balls on that thing. No wonder cowboys walk funny. <laughs> they get off. And, yeah, they look like they legit got off a horse. Yeah, man, that's broke back mountain shit out there. So you don't want to own a horse? No, I don't want to own a horse, man. I don't want to walk funny. <laughs> I don't want to look like I got it up the pooch puke. Well, you definitely look weird sitting on top of a horse years back. So you can always tell when a woman takes it up the poop chute. They walk different. They walk like they had to stick up their butt. Yeah. <laughs> You've done it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting all red for? It's nothing to be embarrassed about. Oh Most women God. take it up the poop chute. No. Exit only. Thanks. Tanks. No, thank you. <laughs> no. No, thank you. Walking bow leg and stuff. Uh, ah. It says we have Big Bob from Tales of the King. We have both Mayans uh, because we have some celebrity level guests. I have to work best with their schedule. So it could be Frankie first or maybe Big Bob. Rock and roll, man. Rock and roll. Really taking it to the next level. Uh, with Mike on that shit, man. It's going to be a good one. So uh, check it out this Sunday. Uh, great short from the rally, Mike. Very cool. Oh, Mike showed that uh, rally one. A lot of freaking club members were there. A lot of them. Cool stuff. Bring it. What? An anal colon cleanse? No. Ew. No. No. I heard it helps women poop if they're <clears throat> constipated. So does chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> An off-duty pilot is charged with 83 counts of attempted murder. Who was it? An off-duty pilot. Damn. Yeah, he tried to shut off the engines by pulling the fire extinguisher handles on an Alaskan Airlines flight. Did he do it on purpose? Yeah. The plane was scheduled to fly from Everett, Washington to San Francisco before it diverted late Sunday to Portland after a credible security threat related to an authorized occupant in the flight deck jump seat. So this pilot was off duty. Remember when so we- he was in the jump seat and the jump seat is in the cockpit. Yeah. So unbeknownst to the pilot flying and any of the other crew, he attempted to pull the lever for the fire extinguisher, the handles, to, which would basically shut the engines off. Dude, fuck that, man. Screwy people. So, and there were eight, you know, a total, including the, the crew, 83 people uh, on Why board. would he even do that? You know, they questioned why, and he really didn't have an answer. Oh, I just wanted to kill everybody. So guess what happened? Guess what happened to the what they did? Uh. We didn't know anything was happening until the flight attendant got on the loudspeaker and made an announcement that there was an emergency situation and the plane needed to, needed to land immediately. And then she got back on the speaker 15 minutes later and said that there was a medical emergency. There was no medical emergency or unless he was freaking crazy. There was a disturbance in the cockpit. We're going to be fine and we will get you off the plane. DNF. What's up there, buddy? So what they ended up doing to this guy, once the plane landed, the police went to the back of the plane and escorted the handcuffed man off the plane to get the man to stop attempting to shut off the engines. Why didn't they punch his ass? The crew grabbed onto him and handcuffed him to the jump seat. Man. Basically, he was having mental issues. You think? Yeah. Yeah, crazy ass. Time to get out of bed. Time to put on the radio. Oh, you've already put it on. <laughs> You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Wow. How you doing? How you doing? Holy uh, shit. How you doing? You imagine that? Hey, what are you in for? Oh, I just tried killing about 80 people because I was a psycho ass. <laughs> and you got Mike Ball in the chat room talking about coffee enemas. Putting, you know, coffee in your freaking poop your, shoe. In your boho. Yeah gross you should try that one time no <laughs> no i heard it gets you freaking like really a caffeine fix real quick so does freaking putting alcohol up your butt gets you drunk how would you even know this it was on, on an on, yeah sure on an it was SV. on in my ass it was on an svu thing last night they say 
that if you put alcohol in your butthole, you get drunker fast, more fast because of the fact it goes directly to your bloodstream. Oh my goodness. Without getting it into your stomach. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Put it in your butthole. You know how bad this economy is? Uh, I read something that they said that car payments are now being, everybody's behind on car payments. Well, wouldn't you be? I mean, come on now. There's a lot of issues right now. People can barely afford groceries. Yeah, but you have to ask yourself something. Why would anybody take on a, say, a car payment for seven, $800 a month? That's, that's insanity. That's crazy. That's expensive as hell. I don't know why they go for a brand new car because it's going to depreciate and stuff. Wait until that depreciation slows down before you get a damn car. I prefer used. And you sure to hell don't pay $700 a month for a freaking car note. Uh -uh. And it's no wonder people are losing them. That's just like uh, buying a Harley, man. You guys are paying like six, $700 a month for a damn Harley. You fucking stupid. It's crazy. Unbelievable. I'm actually surprised car dealerships are still selling vehicles with this time with at this time, you know, with the gas prices and the grocery and everything. Well, increasing. it's easy for them to sell because guess what? Everybody's qualified to buy one. And everybody's pretty much qualified to sell one. That's even if you can get rid of one. Most uh, loans are upside down. It's just complete freaking insanity, man, how this economy is. You know, I was looking up houses and stuff like that. Most of them are like $300,000 around. Damn. I was like, who the fuck wants to pay for that? Can you imagine the mortgage on that? Two years before, it was freaking $70,000. <laughs> That's just like if you go out on Facebook and stuff and you look at the cars, you to find a beat ass up fucking truck. Oh, we want $8,000 because Facebook says that's what it's worth. <laughs> Shut up, stupid. <laughs> that's what I say. You just did. I fart. <laughs> I shit on you for that. Oh, it's worth $7,000. Dude. Because Facebook said so. What the hell's wrong with you? Now, Facebook Marketplace has a lot of good freaking shit on it. Yeah, but seeing the prices of some but of the cars and a vehicle, vehicle, you're no, dumb. They're asking way too much. On oh, it's a 1990. <laughs> 10 grand. We want 10 grand. 10 grand. <laughs> There's a fucking hole in the floor. Oh, man. Facebook says it's worth it. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> Well, and I've actually I'll messaged. I have give you the free piece of metal to cover that hole. I actually uh, emailed some of them people, and I was like, "Dude, you're a dumb fuck." Why doesn't that surprise me? I you have to when you see some shit like that. It's like you are. You're a dumb fuck. You're not gonna get that. Duh. Yeah, but Facebook said so. And you're going to listen. Oh, my God. Did man. you check the blue book value before you put it on Facebook? They think they're in a, I was like, dude, I remember when you to get a good running old ass truck for a thousand to fifteen hundred bucks mm -hmm. under two grand. Now, all of a sudden is fucking I want seven thousand. 
That's a lot of sheep you freaking hillbillies want to buy. <laughs> they want to get, I'm not going to buy your flock so you to get all freaky and shit. Are you fucking stupid? Here we go again. <laughs> I ain't. Why am I going to buy a flock for them to get freaky with, with a freaking truck that's worth a thousand bucks? They want seven. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. You know what it is, is people don't bother to check the actual cost of these vehicles. Like, if you're going to buy a vehicle, what is one of the first things I'm going to do is I'm going to go and check out the blue book value on the vehicle they are putting up for sale. No shit. I mean, seriously, and I can guarantee you it's going to be three or four thousand less than what they have posted for. God, that's craziness with these people. It's ridiculous. That's where we got as a society, man. Stupid. It's because they lived in Oregon and they don't have an education. Especially when you buy a freaking truck up here up north, man. They're all rusted out and shit, but I still want 10000 for it. <laughs> I get it. The whole bottom's going to fall off in about a year, but eight grand. <laughs> well, that's just like this one here. 2005, 2005 here, okay, people? 2005. Ford F-150, $7,200. For a 2005, are you stupid? $7,200? No, 7200 bucks. Yeah, that's what I just said, 7200 bucks. And it's a Ford. It ain't worth shit anyway. It's a <laughs> Ford anyway. What are you, fucking dumb? It's a Ford. Seventy two hundred bucks for how does it say how many miles? One hundred and ninety eight thousand. <laughs> so just shy of two hundred thousand miles. It's a two thousand five Ford for seventy two hundred dollars. And again, it's a Ford. <laughs> it ain't worth shit. <laughs> Here's another one. Okay, nineteen eighty nine. Ford F-250 long bed. They want $6,000 fucking dollars for an 89. And it's rusted. And it's a Ford. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. S&S contracting. 91 half ton with engine work needed. Missing transmission. 30000 <laughs> Where's people's heads? <laughs> Where's people's heads that buy a Ford, by the way? Ford sucks. Dwayne says he's seen a truck on Marketplace, wanted five grand, runs great, and has a busted frame. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. 2006 Dodge Ram with 230,000 miles on it for 8,500. It's a Dodge. They suck. <laughs> but we as a people are that dumb. We as a people are that dumb. And I guess you can say, uh, Steve, you can't blame the seller. I mean, there is a sucker born every minute. <laughs> there are people out there that would totally buy all that, though. That's just like these people when they go to buy an off-road vehicle, you know they beat the shit out of it, but you still pay them because it looks cool. 
They beat the shit out of it. It's just worn in. It's fine. <laughs> worn in like an old <laughs> pussy. <laughs> beat it up. <laughs> yeah, that shit's beat up pretty good. And pass it on. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> and people will pay those prices. They will. <laughs> That's just like this inflation's really killed us because you go down Cicero Avenue for a snaggle tooth fucking hooker. Man, increase. It's Inflation. a big, it went from $20 to freaking 150 for a blowjob. The hell's wrong with these people? You're ugly. She a butterface? Yes. Everything looked good, butterface. But she wants to charge $150. And it gets you sickly dick. <laughs> I'm going to charge you 150 bucks to get sickly dick. Are you stupid? <laughs> you snaggle puss. And sometimes, man, you know, you got to admit this. You got these uh, women that are, what is it? BB BBWs? Yeah. Dude, you're a whale. You're gonna crush my ass. Big beautiful women. But you want to charge me 150. What per roll? Pay eight thousand dollars for a stupid ass truck like that. You <laughs> dumb. That's about as dumb as somebody going paying freaking uh, seventy five to one hundred thousand dollars for a brand new truck. You dumb too. So nowadays, twenty dollars don't make you holler. <laughs> no, twenty dollars don't make you holler no more. <laughs> hundred fifty. That's just like if you want a dime bag of weed, it costs you twenty bucks now. Inflation sucks in Joe Biden's economy. Oh, oh yeah, just give me a ten dollar bag. Okay, it's 20 bucks. $10 bag, they'll hand you a joint. It's like, dude, you fucking <laughs> and a stupid. skinny one, too. <laughs> Here, here you go. <laughs> Unbelievable. Take a skinny one. I guess Steve likes uh, thick booty chicks, but somewhere along the line, thick turned into fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve, dime bags in the 1990s, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> I guess they don't do that no more. You're damn right, Jason. You got to stick to uh, freaking research on Pornhub like me. It's cheaper. It's free. It is damn cheaper, man. You never it's And free. you know what? You go down Cicero Avenue and stuff, they some ugly bitches on that on the street corners, man. You don't even have good ones anymore. They're all freaking ugly. Is like, dude, you got you got hit with the ugly stick, man. And like little Nikki. Yeah. In the movie. Got, you... <laughs> I don't know what it is, man, but I, I have to have a perfect woman. I don't know what it is, but don't know what it is. What else we got? <laughs> Freaking ugly women and sheep and old ass trucks we're talking about today. A leading pathologist at John Hopkins Hospital has been placed on leave after an alleged misdiagnosis led to a patient's bladder being removed. Dude, that sucks. As well as he as well as claims of bullied staff. You know what? Devil's right, isn't he, China? 
Chinatown came up with a good one, Puff Puff Pass Out. Uh, Wheat back then was better because it was like only 9% THC. uh, Wasn't so strong and now gives you a damn panic attack. Yeah. You don't need strong weed like that, man. All I want to go do is talk to Buddha, Jesus a little bit. I don't want to get freaking skyrocketing in that high. Some people have stopped smoking, man, because that shit's so strong. I've actually known a couple people that quit smoking because of the fact that it's so expensive at the dispensary and it's way too strong. But yeah, it is. And and they all lost like all their connections. Well, you don't want to buy weed on the street anyway. Mm -hmm. You can't do it anymore because of fucking fentanyl. Can't trust it. People are too conniving. You know what? It's legal to grow weed here in Illinois. Yeah. You can't find the fucking seeds, though. And you have to order from, like, Amsterdam or some shit. And then the the seeds you get are crap. And it's like, damn, dude, it still makes you high as a horse. But homegrown weed is the best, I have to say it is. But the shit from the dispensary, man, there's no reason at all to get you that fucking high. None whatsoever make you paranoid, like in a dying shit like China Dow. <laughs> Take me to the hospital. And you're right, devil. Everything on the street is uh, possibly laced now. You can't do shit with the street drugs, man. People who do that, you're taking your life in your own hands when you're taking uh, weed off the street. No, because the go-to thing is everything's laced with fentanyl now. So, and fentanyl kills people. It's it's stupid. Which I don't get. Why the hell drug dealers are lacing their shit? You're killing your customers. You're killing more. Yeah, you're killing your customers, and then who are you gonna sell your shit to? Exactly. So maybe some of these dealers need to rethink. (laughs) Whole point is to keep your customers coming back. That's the whole point. I don't know, man. Not kill them all off. I don't know. Stupid things. Dumbasses. Unbelievable. But somebody got their freaking uh, gallbladder taken out. No, their actual bladder. Oh, shit. How are they going to (laughs) piss? In a bag. Oh, I'd be pissed off. Yeah, he wrongfully diagnosed. He misdiagnosed. And he's like the leading pathologist at John Hopkins. And he misdiagnosed a patient's and the blad their bladder was removed. Could you imagine waking up having to piss in a bag and you only went in there for a freaking uh you know a hurt elbow or some shit? Oh man, you need either need anxiety pills or I'm gonna take off your bladder. We need to remove your butthole. <laughs> or you bleach it. You imagine that you're going in there for a bleach job on the butthole and stuff and they want to take out your uh bladder. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to bleach your butthole. I'm not bleaching my butthole. How the hell they bleach a butthole? <laughs> Google it. I gotta Google that. Bleach your. <laughs> He's actually butthole. doing it. Let's see here. Okay. Did you find something? I found something. Oh, <laughs> what does it say? Bleaching your asshole is a term people use to describe cosmetic procedures that lighten the skin around the anus. <laughs> These procedures involve chemical peels and laser treatments 
Okay. So what's the point? It says the skin between your butt cheeks and directly surrounding your anus is generally darker. No shit. You got literally shit coming out of there. Bleaching is a way of lightening this area temporarily. It can help the uh, color around the anus appear more uniform. <laughs> And then it even goes in the what does it feel like uh, <laughs> reports suggest that both uh, topical and laser bleaching are unlikely to be uncomfortable. That's probably because you get in rear ended a lot. <laughs> You're used to it. It ultimately depends on the procedure you pick, the skill of the technician and your overall threshold for discomfort. Again, you're probably taking an anal colon cleanse every other day. <laughs> Oh my God. <coughs> and then it says, can you do it at home? Maybe I should try this on you. No. Yes, you can do you know, it. I do not home. give a crap what my butthole color looks like. <laughs> Who the hell does this? I don't know. Why does it matter what color your butthole is? I, I guess Mike. Everybody's you know, got one. Mike from, he's from California. They do a lot of asshole bleaching out there. <laughs> figures he would know <laughs> did you get yours done too <laughs> oh my god man what the fuck is wrong with this world seriously <laughs> who, who's really getting that up a close and personal to see that their buttholes a different color i who, guess women that give rim jobs i don't know <laughs> who the hell really cares what color your butthole is does porn stars do that they have know. to i don't know have you dude, seen how the did color she... of people's buttholes on on pornhub dude it's like dude <laughs> she's so pink and shit on there man dude she's got a lot of anal freaking colon cleanses going oh my god my goodness gracious <laughs> and that's what the world is coming to today. and mike actually got it done in oh wait uh, 2008. He Shut got his the hell up. He did not. That's what he just said. That is his new nickname. Bleach hole or butthole bleach. <laughs> he goes, just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking people are weird, man. <laughs> He goes, do the math. I'd be too young and awake. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Cosmopolitan <laughs> said the uh, Cosmopolitan, the magazine, the cheapest approach to anal bleaching is DIY, but it's risky. And I guess you can buy an at home skin bleaching serum, cream or peel online at the drugstore. And then the side effects of chemical bleaching products can seriously suck. It'll burn your asshole, man. I had to give a new meaning to my saying, burn your ass hairs. <laughs> okay, I got to say it. <laughs> I wonder if Michael Jackson did bleach his butthole. I don't know, man. He bleached his whole body, if you <laughs> ask me. And it says, and this sucks, you need to forego sex during anal bleaching treatments. So that means you can't get her in the butthole. Double 81. What? Read his comment. Who? Double 81. When the broad's asshole has curtains, you know it has been blown out. <laughs> <laughs> We're 
they're all going to hell. <laughs> oh, you know, you imagine that God sitting there talking. All you talked about was sheep and assholes. Man, <laughs> <your show. laughs> and goats. <laughs> and goats. That's all you talked about. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, that's the show for today. And we ended up on a good one right there. Asshole bleaching. But uh, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Fucking sick people. And that's it for a Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Don't forget to visit us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and all major podcast platforms for all the replays of Motorcycle Madhouse shows. 